Welcome to the End of the Fangirls podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Lexi, and we're two girls with a slight obsession of everything pop culture. Today, we're doing movies we'll never watch again. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's It's kind exactly of like broad, though. Like. It's not like because we hate them, but like there's reasons behind some of them. Some of them. Some of them are just obvious. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get to those. They have their own little category. Yeah. yeah. Um... Some of these are controversial. But we have, like, we can back them up. <laughs> yeah, no, some of mine are controversial. I will read my reviews for some of these. Because these are all pulled from my letterboxed. So. Okay. I can give my reasons. I wish I, like, had letterboxed way back in the day. So I can, like, think of. Them. I've only had it a year, so. Really? I think so. When was my first log? I mean, my first log was only the beginning of this year. I know, because I forced you to get it. And honestly, thank you for it, because it's very helpful. It's really fun. Wait, I you check know, it like, now like it's like a social media. Yes, because you saw, like, Letterboxd post the Little Miss stunt, and they're, like, yeah. Little Miss running to Letterboxd as soon as the credits run, and I'm yeah. like, well, that's me. <laughs> yeah. And there's a oh, like, my first log was on January 18th, 2021, and I watched Pretty Woman. That was my first ever log movie. I love that. So you've had it for a year and a half, not like one year. Yeah, true. <laughs> Almost two. Yes. Um. Yeah, no, I literally will use it like it's the social media because I like knowing what my friends are watching. It's a problem. I also need just like more friends on there. Same. But no one ever wants to follow me and it's like kind of upsetting. <laughs> I don't even, some people, I guess they follow me through you because I keep getting friend requests where, like, people follow me. And I'm like, I never posted that I have a letterbox. Unless they listen to the podcast and I have zero idea. I hope they listen to the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I have 11 whole followers. I might have five. (laughs) Um, Do we just want to jump into this? Yeah. Okay, I think this is the first time you have more than me. Well, some of them are, like, kind of grouped in together. Yeah. Because I, I'm not, like, a movie person to begin with, so, like, this is a little difficult. And, yeah. Um, I also feel like a lot of mine, like, some of the ones I could have put on here that I just didn't like are ones that, like, I want to give another try because, like, I feel like I was mm-hmm. too young or I didn't appreciate yeah. them enough. And just, like, I'm such a movie lover. I want to love everything mm-hmm. I watch. And it's just not possible. But these are ones I just really didn't enjoy. Yeah. Um, I have some that, like, maybe I should give a chance, but, like, I don't have, I'm one of those people where I have zero effort to watch a two-hour movie, but I'll sit yeah, in no. my bed and binge watch for eight hours, so it's fine. Um, totally normal. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to go controversial right off the bat. Um, my first one is when Harry met Sally. Um, this was almost on mine. Listen, I Monsters Inc. is one of my favorite movies, and I love it so much that I've I've definitely watched it at least ten times. Same thing with Monsters University. 
if you can actually watch anything Billy Crystal is in and not think of Mike Wazowski, please let me know, because then I will give When Harry Met Sally another chance. But that is all I think of. Like, it's not When Harry Met Sally, it's When Mike Wazowski Met Sally. <laughs> it's it's not even just that. Like, I just, I can't see Billy Crystal in a leading man. No, that too, and... He is Mike Wazowski. Probably. I love Billy Crystal. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, love he him. Does not, Long Island represent. Um, he just doesn't work as a leading man for me. And it's not because, like, and he's I don't think not he conventionally works. attractive or anything. It's just, like, he's too funny and, like, awkward to be and I guess making like, me swoon. It was, like, a rom-com. But, like, I Where's definitely think, yeah. When Harry Met Sally was more rom and I... Not even, like... Rom though they just fought the entire time. That is true. That's like, true. Like when they finally got together, I'm like, y'all are gonna kill each other. Yeah. And like, if and that's I, your idea of romance, I guess good for you. And I just, I guess, I think Billy Crystal's just so much older than what he really is. Like, I'm expecting like he's a just 70 one of those guys who like I just I can't picture them as a child. Like they just came out yes. as like a human, like a 30 year old man. man. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I did um, give it a half star more than you, though. What did I give it? You gave it two and a half. I gave it three. Okay. I so mean, like, I didn't hate it. No, but I also just can't see it being like one of the greatest wrong guys of all time. Um, I thought I was going to enjoy it, even though you told me you're like it's not that good, and I'm like, ah, no, I'm gonna love it. Yeah, <laughs> but like I think we said before, we're. we're more interested to rom-coms that are more calm than rom and this is not one of them yeah i also just think like we went in with a little too much expectation yeah because it's so So hyped up to be one of the best ones ever Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think i liked carrie fisher storyline more than the main one just carrie fisher so yeah that's so true yeah yeah but so if I all I can picture is Mike Wazowski. I can no longer watch this movie. But once again, if you find a way for me to block out Mike Wazowski, I'll give it another try. But I don't see it happening. I wonder how different we would feel if it was Tom Hanks. Because Tom and Meg. I loved You've Got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> I know. So why did they put him as Harry? Listen, Tom yeah. Hanks can be unlikable too. So. In what? Lots of stuff. He has a, he can he can play an asshole. In what? <laughs> no, but I've definitely seen it. He was an asshole and you've got mail. Okay, fair. fair. So like he can do that. Oh this. no, he was an asshole a little bit in a league of their own. I know you haven't seen it, but like it's on my list. Yeah, yeah. So okay. okay, that's fair. He could have done this. But yes, no, I Maybe it was also because I'm partial to Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan rather than Billy Crystal. Yeah, we're... But... Um, should I jump in with... I don't know, like... I, mine is controversial. But, like... I don't think it's, like, gonna, like, get me cancelled. Okay. Um, I fucking hate Black Swan. <laughs> to put it nicely, I hated that movie so much... I, so, I, Winona Ryder's in it, and if you don't know, if you don't follow me on Twitter, really? I'm going through a hardcore phase. Yes, but, like, for, like, two seconds, okay. ten minutes of screen time, if that, 
Okay. She plays, like, an older ballerina who, like, has to retire or whatever. So, like, I just went through, and because I wasn't in my Winona phase when I watched mm-hmm. it. So, like, I went and I, like, was re-watching her scenes, and that movie just, like, physically angers me. Like, just, like, watching her scenes, I was angry. Okay. Then again, I'm not a Natalie Portman fan in the slightest. I am so sorry, Natalie. I, I can't. And it's so weird, because everybody loves this movie, and I don't get it. I need to watch it now. I've seen parts of it. I just haven't seen the full thing. It's on is Disney it horror? I don't... Like, it says it's a drama, drama thriller horror. Okay. I'd say it's more of a drama thriller. Like, it's not scary. But I didn't go in expecting it to be a horror movie. I just expected it to it's be a Valerie movie. It's just, like, fucked up. Like, I think it's a little gruesome. It's a psychological, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, it's just... I don't know. It's got a really interesting premise, but it's also one of those ones that felt longer than it is. Like, it's only 108 minutes, so it's not even that bad. But it felt so long. Okay. Like, so long. Um, I gave it a star and a half. <laughs> um, because I think the last 15 minutes are really, really well done. Um, the last line is great. And the body horror is actually really, really well done. Um, I think I told you about this. Like, there's, like, a scene where you can, like, see her skin bubbling and feathers start popping out. Yeah. It's disgusting. And it's great. So, like, that is something good. And I said, it's a visually good film, but I fucking hated it. Like, I have to just, like, it makes me angry. And I don't think I can, like, I feel like maybe someday it would deserve a second chance. But, like, I know I own it, and I'm mad that I own it. Like, I don't want this anywhere near my shelves. I don't know why it makes me so mad. (laughs) I really have to watch it now. I think you should, just so, like... But if you like it, I'm going to be really concerned and confused. I I don't know if it would change anything if it wasn't Natalie no, Portman. Okay. Like, I don't know if that would change it or if I just, like, dislike her. But someone said, where is the prequel about Winona Ryder's rise and fall as a prima ballerina and her steamy and tempestuous affair with her dance director, real man, Vincent Castle? And that's the movie I want. Like, that's kind of what I want. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, if you like Black Swan, I'm so sorry. I don't get it. Also, too much finger and hand trauma. Just no. I don't need to see a girl pick her hangnail down to her knuckle. I'm good. Disgusting. I'm gonna stop talking about it. Your turn. I still don't understand how you like horror movies and hate gore. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, I don't. Like, I can deal with gore. It's, like, the real-life stuff that gets me. Like, if it's something I okay. know can logically happen to me, not okay. that, like, ripping a hangnail to my knuckle will logically happen to me, mm-hmm. but, like, that's a real thing. I feel that. I just, I don't like it. I got you. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I'm gonna stick with my rom-com drama okay. thing. Um, he's not that into you is not that great of a movie. And I don't think it's supposed to be a good movie. I'm pretty sure the reviews on it are really fucking shitty. But I think it's just the cast. But the cast is really bad. It, it, not by, like, bad people. Their acting is really bad. And I expected more from some of these people. 
Like uh, Scarlett Johansson was kind of shitty. No, it's going Jennifer Goodwin is pretty shitty. Um, who else is in this? <laughs> I have to look it up. He's not that into you. Okay, so the cast is also Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Aniston, Ben Affleck, Drew Barrymore. Like the cast, like the acting should be decent. Yeah. Really not. I don't even remember the movie because it just was not. It was so boring, and it I was, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, like, I, like there isn't even anyone in that movie that I don't like. Yeah, because like sometimes with like big cast movies, you can just be like, oh, I don't really like this person, so like that kind of turns me off of the movie. But like, mm-hmm. no, it's just. It's just not a good no. movie. And I, I'd i seen it, like, in bits and pieces before I watched it in full. And even when I saw it in bits and pieces, I hated it. And then, like, when I watched it, I was like, oh, maybe I'm just seeing bad parts of the movie. But when I watched it in full, I was like, no, this is just a really bad movie. And yeah. I, you're never going to watch it again. I mean, it only has 2.8 stars on Letterboxd. So, like, clearly it's a bad movie. But what? yeah, there's, there's a point where, like, rom-coms are bad, but they become good like they're your comfort movie but like this should not be anyone's comfort movie it's no it's very bad (laughs) yeah yeah and then like people when I was like trying to find more inspiration of like movies like people that are awful that I'll never watch again people had like Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve and stuff like that I'm like those movies are better than this (laughs) yeah I don't I don't remember much about Valentine's Day or New Year's Eve but I've seen I don't think you see Mother's Day. Mother's Day obviously reigns supreme because it's Jason Is, Day because Jennifer Aniston and Julia Roberts. I was gonna say so. I saw Julia Roberts, but I don't think I have seen that one. Um so yeah, it's not very good. No. No. Not, not at all. So I think I own so I do own that one. What don't I own? And I'm pretty sure when I was organizing my movies I took that one and put it on my shelf of things I just don't watch like with all the Disney movies that I just haven't watched in years like it's just up Mm -hmm. in that part of my shelf that I can't even reach I'm just like it doesn't need to be anywhere fair um I'm not going in any specific order I just have these all listed out so I'm just gonna read in a line I guess unless I should maybe go with my two like big ones but maybe I'll leave my last big one for last okay um but my next one um my brother, I don't think he'd make an appearance on the podcast, but we both hate this movie. <laughs> Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> I've never even heard of this movie. Okay. It has Nicolas Cage. So that should just be like kind of a, a red flag. That should be a red flag. Um, it has a 2.7 on Letterboxd, which isn't good. But like considering a lot of people gave this like two stars or three stars is actually really baffling to me. Um, so basically, like, I don't know if you can see the cover of this, but, like, it's about a guy who works at an arcade, like, kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese or something like that, and at night, the animatronics come to life and try to kill him, so, like, this this is a recent movie! It is! (laughs) See, like, I think it's meant to kind of be, like, in a way, like, Five Nights at Freddy's, like, if you've ever heard of that game and stuff, it had all the potential to be, like, a, not like a good movie. Yeah. It wasn't gonna like be amazing, but it had the potential to be a really solid, campy horror flick. And it just okay. like failed in kind of every aspect. 
like, I, I don't know. It just was not good. And, like, I wanted to like it, but it's, it's weird, too. And just, like, I don't know. I don't even remember it. It was that bad. I just blocked it out. Also, he doesn't talk. I think he says two words. And I wanted to find it funny, too. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, a funny one, and it's not. Like, I think it takes itself very seriously, and this is not a movie you can take seriously. It should have just been a really campy movie, and I think it would have been a lot better. If you make anything campy, I'm sure it's like, could be a thousand times better. So, actually, I don't know if you saw, but um, the guy who was in Get Out, Daniel Kaluuya, Daniel yeah. His last name. He's making a live action Barney, and I literally tweeted, and I'm like, this is gonna be Willy's Wonderland 2.0. Well, I don't know why. And I think it's a horror movie too. So I'm just like, can we just not take? Well, they're making a horror Winnie the Pooh. I know. Why? Everything that I see like that is just gonna be Willy's Wonderland 2.0, and it's very scary to me. So I hope they prove me wrong. But they're also making a Five Nights at Freddy's movie, and I've never actually played that game, but I've heard about the movie, and I'm worried it's gonna turn out like this. I don't really plan to see that, though, so. Okay. Anyway, your turn. Um, this one is also a little controversial. Um, if you watched her scavenger hunt, um, you should know I don't like bridesmaids. I don't think it's funny. I think it's really fucking stupid. Um, I, I think it's just I don't like the cast, which I, I like Maya Rudolph. Kristen Wiig, I'm not the biggest fan of. Melissa McCarthy's, like, I like her. I like her in newer stuff. I don't like her in older stuff, and this is, I consider her old. Um, but, like, also, this is, like, the only older thing I really watch her. And, like, I'm sure she's great in Gilmore Girls. I mean, I hear you talk about it all the time, and everyone loves her. Sorry, who'd you say? Melissa McCarthy. Right, sorry. I wasn't yeah, saying. no, you're good. <laughs> Um, um, no, yeah, she is good. You don't like yeah. Melissa McCarthy. No, I do. Okay. I just said I didn't like her in older stuff. Maybe it's just in this movie. I just, I, like her I don't. better in older stuff. I don't really know. She picked better projects. That's back fair. Then. That's fair. Now. Um, yeah. no, but I like Melissa McCarthy. And who's the other one? Oh, the girl in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I like her. But the I rest of the I. I'm a little biased because I also liked Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt because of Jane Krakowski. I was going to say. But we can get into that another time. Um, but I'm just, like, not a f- And I love comedy class c- cast. Like, I love SNL. But I, like, I also like older SNL. And this is very new SNL. And that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. So... I can't even think of the men that are in this movie. Are there men in this movie? There are two that are oh, coming Rebel to mind. Oh, Rebel Wilson's in this movie. Prominent. Yeah. There are only two what? that are coming to mind that are actually prominent, and it's the cop guy and John Hamm. I like John Hamm. I love John Hamm. Um, yeah, it's just, it fell flat. I've seen better comedies, like, I just love I'm I fell in love with like Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Dave Arquette, like, like 
those comedians. I feel and, like with you, it's more like today's comedy. Yeah. Because, like, classic comedy is so different from now. Because everything is very, like, woke and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I get it. Like, I get it. Yeah, I definitely think I enjoy classic comedy more. Maybe that's because I just have older parents. Like, my dad used to love old SNL. He'll make me watch, like, old clips, like, of Roseanne yeah, my Bandana. Dad is, oh, my gosh. What is his name? John Candy? John Candy, I think. No, who's the guy? He was on SNL. And he did a movie with David Spade called The Great Outdoors. And I can't remember his name now. Is he dead? Yes. Yes, I know who you're talking about. His name might be John Candy. And he was in Home Alone. Yes. Yes, that, okay. okay. Is that the one I'm thinking of? That isn't the one I'm thinking of. Oh, then never mind. Oh! But him oh. too. He's Uncle Buck. No. I wasn't thinking The he, Great Outdoors. He passed away, correct? He did pass away. He was in, um, was he in Billy Madison? Who? The one you're thinking of. Um, I don't know. Tommy Boy, that's what he's in. Chris Farley, that's who I'm thinking. My dad likes him and thinks he's very funny, so I've seen a lot of stuff with him. Yes, Chris Farley was in Billy Madison. Okay. I couldn't remember his name, and I I don't actually, actually, that's one I could put on here. I, I didn't like Billy Madison. Billy Madison's just so stupid. I don't think I could get, I couldn't get past his voice. I think that was what really That's did That's fair. Happen. But. I kind of no, hate oh. when he does the voice. <laughs> no, the voice is so bad, but I will watch Billy Madison. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just. Yeah. I'm just biased to old comedy. And I'm now realizing everyone Chris Farley was related to. <laughs> but. Yeah, like I'm watching currently, I'm watching Only Murders in the Building and like everyone loves it. And like as they should. But I love it for Martin Short and Steve Martin. Yeah. And like obviously I like Selena too. But like they're just two OGs that like they're always going to be amazing and they'll never disappoint so yeah yeah (laughs) um this next one kind of like in a way pains me to talk about because I want to like it for very obvious reasons but it's prom night from 1980 and so I watched this for Jamie Lee Curtis and literally when I was writing these down, I made a note and it said, Jamie Lee Curtis, I love you, but this was so boring. So um, this, like, the, the, they made the remake of Prom. Yes. With, so they made a 2008 remake. Okay. And I haven't wow. seen that one. I've seen that one. That one's got, like, Britney Snow and mm-hmm. stuff in it. So, like, it's, it has Idris Elba in that. Amazing. I don't know. I, like, hang on, I'm going to read you the the synopsis because it sounds good like this sorry uh follows a relentless killer who is out to avenge the death of a young girl who died after being bullied and teased by four of her classmates now high school students the guilt-ridden kids have kept their involvement a secret but when they start being murdered one by one it's clear that someone knows the truth so like okay now i don't this is not like the remake yeah i don't think it's like i think they're very different 
they are very different because I've seen it's, the remake. Oh, also, the interesting part is it says coping with the past are members of the dead girl's family, most notably her prom queen sister, who's played by Jamie Lee Curtis. So, like, it just sounds like it's going to yeah, be like, a really good, really good horror mystery. And it's so boring. Like, I don't actually remember much of any of it. I don't even know if I finished it. I think I might still have, like, 15 minutes of it that I've just never finished because I just couldn't get through it. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, even, like, when, like, at one point I'm just like, oh, shit, someone just got murdered. Like, I just, you miss it because, like, okay. it's not shot very well, and I feel bad saying that, but, like, it's not. And I don't, I don't know. I wanted to like it. I really wanted to like it, and it just... Not good. Someone on Letterboxd said, why was this movie made? Was everyone high when they read the script that they made up an imaginary ending in their own minds that's dope, or were they forced to sign at gunpoint? And oh, I don't wow. know. Okay, not to be totally mean to you. I, sometimes no, you have the very different reviews than, like, the majority. And I have very different opinions. That, is that, like, one of the top comments? It's just a little reviews? bit down. Okay. Yeah. So the fact that that's Oh, it's number reviews. four. Okay, the fact that that's a review says a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, it doesn't have a lot of great <laughs> reviews, but... Which is so no, upsetting. I definitely do have very differing opinions. Yeah. That's why, like, I'm saying, like, take some of mine with a grain of salt. Actually, like, definitely yeah. don't always use me as, like... <laughs> yeah. Your choice for movies, because, like, the things I enjoy <laughs> are very strange. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, But some of these are justified. And this one just, like, it isn't bad. Like, it's not a bad movie it's just really really boring and it shouldn't be yeah and as someone who loves the 80s we'll also get to another one from the 80s here and i love 80s movies but like it just wasn't good it wasn't good fair and also this is jamie lee coming off of halloween so like girl. she just still want to be in the horror genre but she chose the wrong movie she very much chose the wrong movie because when did halloween so this was two years after the original Halloween and a year before the second one. So, like, she was at her prime. In yeah. Life. Yeah. I need to watch the remake just to see what that's like. I don't even know if it is, like, really a, like, remake of that one. Yeah, I don't really know. I'd have to watch it. Okay. Anyway. Um... My next one. <laughs> so we're we've discussed our generational gap, and this might be a generational gap kind of thing. Um, Camp Rock fucking sucks. <laughs> um, it is so bad. <laughs> so I can I be controversial for a moment? Do you think High School Musical sucks? No, but I like Camp Rock better. No. I yeah. think that's our generational. I High School Musical is so much better. I was obsessed with High School Musical as a kid, but I think, like, as I grew up and people became, like, so, like, obsessed with High School Musical in, like, a cheesy kind of way, I'm just like, you know what? No. Camp Rock's better. Mm-mm. No. High School Musical 3, however, it's kind of a banger. It's fun fact, I never actually seen the third. I stopped because the third was like a movie theaters, and I wasn't going to the movie theaters to see it. That was one of my birthday parties. We went and saw it for my birthday. 
Okay, but, like, when did High School Musical 3 come out for you? Like, how old were you turning? Let me find out when did it come out. Musical 3. I was turning 7. Okay, what year did it come out? Uh, 2008. I was 12. Was I really? See, sometimes I'm just like, there really isn't that much of a difference. High School Musical 3 came out when I was 12. Are you sure? They pumped these out. The first one came out in 2006, the second came in 2007, and the third one came in 2008. Shit. High School Musical 3, Can I Have This Dance, is one of the most romantic songs ever, actually, and it's one of the best songs ever. But anyway, this isn't about High School Musical, it's about Camp Rock and how Alexia has shit taste. I don't have to taste. Camp Rock 2 things. I haven't even seen the second Camp Rock. I genuinely, I don't even think I've seen the entire full Camp Rock. Okay. To be fair, I haven't watched Camp Rock in years. years. It came out the same year as High School Musical 3. Camp Rock does have its very boring moments, I will say. Anyway, I just, sorry. I also Tell just don't think don't I like. like Demi Lovato as an actress, as a singer. I can deal with her. Oh, yeah. As a person, not so much. Another <laughs> story. Um, <laughs> yeah, as an actress, I'm like, I don't think I've seen her in enough. She isn't in anything, like, actually, like, technically good. Like, she's in, like, no. a lot of DCOMs. Yeah. So. I guess I, I can't. also, okay. Once again, another controversial. I just don't like anything to... I hate Princess Protection Program because of Demi Lovato. Okay, you know what? Princess Protection Program is not that good. Yeah, no, fair. So, I... Also, people love Starstruck. I hate Starstruck. Oh, I love Starstruck. (laughs) That girl pisses me off. Okay, yeah, no, this is definitely where our differences lie because this was my primetime era. Mm-mm, so, like, all of these movies were coming out, and I would be, like, watching it, and I would be, like, so excited. Like, I would know, like, Friday night was the night for the new movie, and I would sit down, and I would, like, get so excited. I'd record it. I'd watch it. Like, Teen Beach movie, when that came out, I was stoked. I stayed up all night to watch that. Like, that was my time. So, that makes total sense. Yeah. I think, so, like, I, think I have a nostalgia for a lot of these. Yeah. So, like, even if they aren't technically good, like... Princess Protection Program, not that good, but I have the soft spot for it because of nostalgia purposes. I no, I don't even have a soft spot. I don't for even camera. think <laughs> I just really don't like You're it. the voice to hear inside my head. The reason that I'm singing, need to find you. I gotta find you. No. <laughs> yes. I think high school musical was probably the last decop. I watched. I was five when High School Musical came out. I was probably the second one. Where I yeah. Started. I'm trying to think if there was any others. I movie. don't think I've seen. When no, did I Twitches have... come out? Oh, I love Twitches. That's, a, that's another one. When is <laughs> Twitches? 2005. Okay, when did the Halloween Towns come out? Because oh, I watched that was, those shit. That was really early on? Okay. I think so. 1998 was the first one. Is that the year you were born? I was born in 96, thank Never you. Mind. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, the second one came out the year I was born. I don't, like, I feel like I, this is becoming a Disney decom movie. Uh, yeah. I think we should just have a full conversation about that. I feel like I've seen, I don't think I've seen a lot of the older ones, but I definitely have seen some of them. Like, Read It and Weep was really good. Oh, my God, the fact that you think that's old. Oh, my like, God. Oh, sure. oh, my God, Wait, no. When did that come out? No. No, we're talking about, like, 13th Oh, my God, year. wait, that's 2000. I was going to say my other one was going to be the 13th year. I thought that came out in, like, the 90s, but then I realized that girl was actually very young. Never mind. No, the old is, like, 13th year, double team, luck of the Irish, like, okay, Johnny I haven't Tsunami. I don't like Johnny Tsunami. Uh, Johnny Tsunami was, I didn't, wasn't a fan either. Like, oh, my God, there's so many more that are, like, old. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, no, mine was, like, definitely, like, I liked all the cheesy. I loved 13 Wishes, 13 year, 13th Year. I loved that one. Every time that came out, I got very excited because I thought it was really cool that you turned into a mermaid. No, it's definitely cool, but definitely was my favorite. <laughs> I did like that one, whatever. Um. Oh, like, Smart House. Was it Kuye was in that? It's not, Smart House was my shit. That is so I've never seen movie. that, but I have it on my list to watch because I think it's going to be good. So good. It's really not that great, but I love no, it. No, but it looks, like, interesting. Um, like, Xenon as well. Oh, so good. Okay, wait. How do you feel about Cheetah Girls? Cheetah Girls was starting to get... Okay, original Cheetah Girls? Okay. Yeah. Cheetah Girls 2? Cheetah Girls 2 yeah. kind of sucked. Cheetah Girls 3, when Raven was not there, I was like... Mm. What was the point? Granted, the rest of them were still really good. I mean, Adriana... what? Right, that's her name? Uh, Adrian. Adrian. Um, they were great. I was just, I th- think the first Cheetah Girls was for me, the last two were not it. Yeah, no. Um. Sorry, we got in a very big tangent about that. Now I'm, like, very interested. Of our very big, sometimes we don't think there's a generational gap, but for this, there is a generational gap. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to the early 2000s, I have such, like, a strong nostalgia, because I, like, literally grew up during them. Like, I guess so, so did, did you. I know, so did you, but I was born at the very beginning of it. So, like, I actually, like, kind of, like, was a little baby and I grew up. I. You were a tot. When did, so in 2006, when High School Musical 1 came out, I, what, well, I was 10. I was five. Yep. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, there's my little tangent of... If you guys want an actual video where we talk about (laughs) Disney Channel original movies, apparently we're down to do this. I could go on for days. We can rank them. Oh, we could. You have to watch some more. I will. (laughs) I'm just saying, we could rank these. We could just get people to send us their favorite ones and we'll rank them. (gasps) Wait, what about Cadet Cadet Kelly? Oh my god. That movie was my shit. That movie was my shit. (laughs) Amazing. Oh my god, I love decons. They're so good. Stuck in the Suburbs was good, too. That was good. With Drew Seeley and... Okay, there was definitely some newer ones I did watch. I did watch Read It and Weep, and I did like it. I also watched... I think the last Radio Rebel. (laughs) That one and then the 16 Candles. I love that one. I love that one, too. And I think that was a little bit older. 2010. 
I think the last one I watched. I was 14 when that came out. Wow. I think the last one I like really watched was Frenemies. And then that was when I grew out. Yeah. Because I think that came out when I was in like eighth grade. So. Wow. I watched 16 Candles at 14. Can you tell I was a loser? (laughs) I watched Disney Channel up until I was like 16. Oh, let's be real. I was watching Good Luck Charlie and Jesse. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, once also again, the generational like, cap. <laughs> also, because it was just one of those channels. I think that was, I think Jesse was the last one I actually watched because it was yeah. the last good one. Uh-huh. And then it was just, like, too much. But I think that was the one channel that I could put on in the background and not have anything, like, because I used to be able to, I used to have to sleep with my TV on. So that was always the channel I kept okay. on. So then I always, like, would just That's watch it. <laughs> Because I'm like, that's the one channel that's not going to put scary stuff on that I'm going to wake up to at, like, 3 a.m. Oh, my God, no. It was the best. As soon as midnight hit, it would be throwback Disney. And it was, like, Phil the Future. Oh, my God. I used to stay up until, like, 3 a.m. And it would be Phil the Future, the latest buzz, which I think is a Canadian one. But it had Vanessa Morgan in it. I was obsessed with that one. I've never heard of that one, but interesting. If you could ever watch that, it's so good. (laughs) It's about these, like, 14-year-olds who run a magazine. It's amazing. Wait, okay, do you guys have True Jackson VP on Nickelodeon? I didn't watch Nickelodeon. Okay, you were just, you were hardcore Disney. I was Disney. a hardcore Disney kid. Okay. I never watched Nickelodeon. I I've went back and forth. I've never seen I know. Have you ever seen Victorious in full? I, no. Okay, we're going to do an episode where Sam watches some of them. Oh, like the cast of Victorious. It's so stupid. <laughs> I know. That's why I don't want to watch it. Oh, my God. No, it's so funny. Oh, my God. I'm going to be tortured. Anyway, sorry. Let's go on to the next one. <laughs> You're up. <laughs> <laughs> um, completely different from Alexi's. I have weird science. Um, let me find the... Hang on. Where is it? I gave this, I think, one star... This came out in 1985. I gave it one star. And on paper, I should love this because it's John Hughes. And I love anything John Hughes gets his hands on. And also, it's kind of like just like a funny idea. Like, it has Anthony Michael Hall in it of Breakfast Club fame. Um, But it's about two, says, two unpopular teenagers, Gary and Wyatt, fail at all attempts to be accepted by their peers. Their desperation to be liked leads them to create a woman via their computer. So then they create this, like, model girl um, to be their friend and their girlfriend and stuff. And it's just, like, I thought it was going to be a funny little, like, cheesy 80s movie. And it was really not good. <laughs> it's, like, very boring. And it's also very creepy and, like, like sexist. <laughs> oh. Which I feel like is obvious, but... But wait... Yeah. Like, we're going back to our decoms. Um, that sounds like How to Build a Better Boyfriend. Never watched it. No, me and neither. It, but I feel like that is definitely what it's kind of probably based. And on. it also kind of sounds like Life Size. And if have you never seen Life Size? Oh my God, you have to watch Life Size. Life Size. Hold on. It's Tyra Banks and Lindsay Lohan. I've heard of this. I've never seen it. Oh my God, so good. Interesting. Shine bright, shine far. Be a star. Wait, that reminds me of Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Did you ever watch that one? Of course I watched okay, that one. Okay, just checking. 
You oh were very God. quiet for a second. No, because I was thinking, I was trying, no, because I was trying to think of the similarities, and there's not that many similarities. Just the no, I think it was just Lindsay because like, yeah, I think that's all I thought, and then just, like, Tyra kind of being, like, a pageant queen, and then I'm like, ah, drama queen. No, oh my god. Whatever the hell she is, is the not a pageant low. queen. She is a doll that turns to life. Whatever, she'll so. be a pageant queen. That reminds me of a Wizards of Waverly Place episode, love that. Anyway, uh, Weird Science, not that great. It's the worst John Hughes, I'm sorry. I love John Hughes. I found out he died like a few years ago and I didn't, oh wait, not maybe not a few years ago. He died though and I didn't know. Kind of sad. So I've just been like praising this man and not even realized that he was passed away. So like, he's sorry, he died in 2009, but I just recently found out about it. I'm very upset about it. He wasn't that old either. He was only 59. Wow. Anyway, sorry. Continue. No, you're good. Um. Okay. You're done speaking about that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He wrote the book of Made in Manhattan. I could see that. Sorry. Continue. Very good. Okay. Um. Let's see. So my next one. Okay, I feel like this is, like, a common sense one. I feel like you have to watch it once. Sausage Party. I've seen that. <laughs> You've seen it, but you're never going to watch it again. No. Exactly. I didn't even want to finish it the first time I watched because it it's not good. No, it's not. But it's so bizarre, you need to see it through. Keep watching. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it was just interesting to see the fact that, like, an animated movie was rated R obviously like as well like you know it's gonna be super like grotesque and like stuff like that yeah. um but it's, it, if you see it once there's really no need for you to see it ever again yeah, you don't need to ever see that again no does it even have a plot no it was just about food that fucked yeah i generally if there was a plot and i couldn't even tell you what it was all i can remember from that movie is they have an orgy at the end Yes. And I never see, I never need to see that again. Nope. Never. I'm, I'm really good. Yeah. So, there, there's that. Yeah. Okay. That was a time. <laughs> that was. That was a time. Um, My next one is one I did, I think, talk about during our scavenger hunt episode. Mm-hmm. It's Hannibal. Okay. I... I wanted to like this. It's another one. It uh, feels very, very long. It is long, actually. It's 131. So that's like two hours, 10, I believe. That's the same yeah, length, I think, like as notes. So okay. um, it felt way longer. And it, I gave it a star and a half. Um, I think the first... Like, maybe a sequel could have been interesting if you hadn't just followed Hannibal. But if they had to bring in Clarice... That wasn't actually Clarice. I was going to just say, not having Jodie Foster on board should have been your sign that this shouldn't have been made. You can't have a Silence of the Lambs without Anthony Hopkins. You can't have a Silence of the Lambs without Jodie Foster. So I don't know why I thought this was a good idea. Also, I just, like, don't need to see a guy eat his own brain. 
Like, I'm really, really great. Yeah. I'm good. I never needed to see that. Um, yeah. Also, the fact that they, like, made this movie, put Clarice in it, and then didn't have her and Hannibal interact until, like, yeah. an hour in, I don't get it. It's stupid. It is. Stupid. It was not a very good movie. I gave it a star and a half, and I think it's just because of the end scene, even though it traumatized me. Okay. <laughs> also, found out when he passed away that the guy eating his own brain was Ray Liotta. <laughs> Aww. I know. May he rest in peace. And now I feel really bad for, like, tearing apart that scene. But, like, buddy, you scared the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway. Also, it's by Ridley Scott. And I'm starting to just think I don't like his movies. He did Alien, which I didn't really like. And he also did Thelma and Louise, which I ended up actually liking. But that took a while for me to get into. Okay, no. I was, like, looking at my books, because I was, like, there's some guy that writes really good horror that I like, and it's not Ridley Scott. It's called Riley, Riley Sager. And I, I was like, of him, yeah. I was, like, wow. <laughs> I was, like, hold on. <laughs> Let me just double check. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He's, like, the only ones I've actually seen are Hannibal, Alien, and Thelma and Louise, and I loved Thelma and Louise at the, towards, like, the middle half, but, like, the first half, it took me a while. Yeah. So I'm just, like, starting to think I just don't really like him and his style. I don't know. I think he makes his movies too. There's yeah. another director who I'll talk about that I am not a fan of, and okay. it's probably unpopular. Your turn. Okay. Um. Okay, I'll stick with the theme of movies we watch for our scavenger hunt. Um, I think I mentioned this in our scavenger hunt. I never finished The Black Dahlia, and I never plan on going back and finishing it. So... Clearly, I'm never watching it again. It was just so slow and boring, and I had no idea what was going on. And I've heard of The Black Dahlia before, and I was like, oh, this is a really interesting story. I think they did, um, like, a TV show with Chris Pine maybe a year or two ago. And I was like, you know what, instead of, like, watching the TV series, let me start off with the movie. Yeah, the movie sucked. And I think this was, like, one of those categories where, like, a box office bomb or something like that. Um, So that yeah. should have been a red flag number one. <laughs> and, you really got to listen to the red flags. Yeah. So it's... If you know anything about The Black Dahlia, it has to do with, like, a murder. And I don't think they know who did it, and I still don't think they know who did it, but I think in the movie they were trying to figure out who did it and pin it on someone, and it really wasn't working. Okay. So, just fell flat, never watching it again. Maybe I'll give the TV show a chance, but I got a lot of other shows I'm watching right now, so. <laughs> you are more of a TV show fan. So. I am. Um, so this one is, I think, very unpopular. And I really thought I was going to like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. And I did not. It's There's Something About Mary. Have you seen this one? Is this the one with Jenna Anderson or Cameron Diaz? Cameron Diaz. Okay. I've never yeah. seen it. Okay. Don't. <laughs> okay. Um, again, making my notes, I said, how is this a classic? It was terrible. I gave it a star and a half. What was my review? Oh, I said I kind of hated this and I really thought I'd like it. 
I think I only gave it a star and a half because like I gave it a full star because I think the first like 10 15 minutes is good and kind of like actually really funny but the rest like was not (laughs) it wasn't good and I thought it was really gonna be good and I was very very disappointed also it's just like mean like there is a character who has if I'm thinking about this right is this the same movie I'm thinking I think so I could be wrong but if this is a movie I'm thinking I think one of the characters has a disability they're just very mean to him and like Uh I get it was the time but I'm just like wasn't good there's also like a weird scene where he like sets the dog on fire and it's very it's not a good movie and I don't get why like it's done for comedy like it's in a moment and I it's just not good okay and I really thought it was going to be because I've heard so much about it and I think I watched as we were trying to prep for our (laughs) from combo yeah that never happened it'll eventually happen yeah someday it's just not I don't get the appeal of it really but like it honestly sounds like it would be good like yeah it says prom night went about as bad as it's possible for any night to go and 13 years later he finally gets another chance with his old prom date only to run up against other suitors including the sleazy detective he hired to find her okay maybe it's not he definitely stalks her this is just not a good movie okay i don't get the hype i don't get why it's like a classic comedy Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Also, again, very long movie. For no reason. Didn't need to be. Okay. My next one is one that I'm kind of upset that it's on this list because I watched it for the scavenger hunt again and I had high expectations because like I've always wanted to watch it and when I watched it, it kind of fell flat and it's The Da Vinci Code. And I, I really do enjoy, like, the historical, um, what is this genre? Like, the national treasure genre. Like, historical. Fiction? No, there's another word for it. What do people describe it as? I'm only thinking historical fiction. I mean, but historical conspiracies. Okay. Um, and... It kind of, it just fell flat for me. Hold on, let me see if I can find my review. Um, It was a very long movie. I do remember that. And it was... Okay, it's 149 minutes. And I think I watched the extended version. So this no. is already two and a half hours. And yeah. I might have watched a three-hour movie. So my review is... Where's my review? Yeah. I'll cancel. Yeah. I'm really conflicted about this movie. The majority of the movie was slow and boring, but the parts I found interesting, I loved and was on the edge of my seat. I'm a fan of historical conspiracy theories, and this movie has been on my watch list for so long that I might have just built it up too much in my head and just ended up falling a little flat for me, which very well could have been the case. Um. So there is two more. There's two more books in the series, and they also made them into movies. I still want to watch the other two, but I don't think I will revisit the first one. And obviously, if the other two are kind of like the same way, I don't think I'm going to revisit. Yeah. 
also for the fact that it's a two and a half hour movie. I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tom Hanks was in it, and then the guy that plays Vision. <laughs> um, I why is his name is escaping me right now? I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um. So. I feel like National Treasure is kind of like the same way where like it's kind of boring, but like the interesting parts are actually really interesting. But yeah, it's maybe read the book. Maybe the book will be better. And I actually find that with most things. The book is usually better. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um... So my next one is, and this is actually surprisingly not an unpopular opinion I found when I was watched when I read the reviews. It's Children of the Corn. It's a horror movie. Um, let me just tell you the premise of this, okay? I think I know it a little bit, but please explain. A boy named Isaac goes to a town in Nebraska called Gatlin and gets all the children to murder to murder every adult in town. Lovely. Sounds great. Sounds so interesting. Why is it the most boring movie ever? Like, as someone said, hang on, what's the review I liked? How can a film with a concept like this be so dull? Another person said, why was this so boring? Cornfields are scary, cults are scary, children are scary, so why wasn't this scary? The ending was so anticlimactic that it was funny. Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't. It should not have been boring. And I wanted to watch this movie for so many years. And I finally did. I went out and bought it because it's not on any streaming service. Okay. I bought it. I wanted to watch it. And it felt so flat. Me and my brother watched it. I don't think he liked it that much either. Like, it just, it has all the potential to be really good. And it's just not. And I'm pretty sure there is, like, 15 of them. I'm coming to terms with horror movies are very either hit or very miss. They're very, yeah, there's usually there's not no a middle ground. Between, yeah. Like, barely ever. Um, I feel like there's a lot of them, actually. I need to know how many. How many Children of the Corn movies? I'm, like, very, um... I'm excited to, like, watch more horror movies that I haven't seen this year. Mm-hmm. But I'm also scared because this is one that I've, like, been so excited to see for so many years and it fell so flat. That sucks. There's 11 of these movies. Jesus. And the first one wasn't even good. God there was a new one that came out in 2020 and I'm kind of now curious if that was any better. Me too. <laughs> I'm going to add that to my list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, also, it came out in 1984. I don't know if that has anything to do with the fact that maybe it wasn't just that great. I love the 80s, but sometimes they just don't. Yeah. They just can't do as much then. We can stick on theme with the 80s, because okay. my next movie is, I think it's in the 80s. How awkward would it be if it was? No, it was in the 80s. Um, once again, another movie I watched the scavenger hunt. Um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. While watching it, I fully get why it is a classic film. But it's... There is absolutely zero plot. 
I think it's a lot like Dazed and Confused. There isn't a plot, but while you're watching it, you can tell why it was something special when it was made, but then you're like, why was it made? I also feel the same way about The Breakfast Club, but I'll watch The Breakfast Club again. Like, that's fine. <laughs> the Breakfast Club doesn't. Well, no, The Breakfast I love The Breakfast Club. So do I. The I Breakfast just don't Club think there's much plot. of a plot. I think there's it, It's a very small plot. <laughs> yeah, but it, I love it. Yes. Um, but just Fast Times at Ridgemont High did not do anything for me. It was a lot of different storylines going on. And as like a time piece, it's like classic for the 80s. Like that's what was happening to high schoolers in the 80s. But it's just not happening. And also, if you watch Stranger Things, you, <laughs> right? Is this the one they mentioned? Fast Times at Ridgemont High? And she, if you pause she it at this time, at the, who pauses at this time? People who like boobies, Robin. Yeah, um, I know exactly what they're talking about. And it was a very poorly done sex scene. It was very weird. I do need to see this. My dad says I need to watch this movie. He likes it a lot. Please watch it then and please let yeah. me know what you it's think. On my, it's on my list again. I have so many movies on my list. I And I also think the cast is kind of decent. Um, What's his name? Sean Penn is in it. Sean Penn character is also not a major character. Um, okay, never mind. The cast is not as big as I thought. But, like, there's some, like, big 80s names in it. Um, yeah. Just, you watch it and you let me know what you think, because... I think I'm just really a sucker for anything that, like, has a certain aesthetic to it. Okay, that's fair. I want you to, wa- I want you to watch Dazed and Confused, then. Wait, that's so funny that you say that, that it's, like, Dazed and Confused, because the second most liked review is Dazed and Employed. Oh, my God, wait, actually, because you gave it three and a half stars, and I gave Dazed and Confused three and a half stars, so I feel like we should swap. What? Here, I'll read you my review of it. Okay. It's very short. This movie is plotless, but it's an 80s classic, and giving it anything less than the average rating feels wrong. Okay. It doesn't take place in the 70s, or is it the 80s? It takes place in the 80s. Okay, so Dazed and Confused takes place in the 70s. Okay. And it... I haven't seen Fast Times, but I... I want to say confidently this has even less of a plot. Okay. Like, it's got no plot. Fair. But it's got the iconic line from Mr. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. right, right. right. Fair. Yeah. I feel like we should swap. Let's just have a night. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it has some big names, like, who eventually became big names. Yeah. I recognize some of them, but... Yeah, not a lot, but I recognize mm-hmm. them. Okay. Um, my next one... I think you said your dad likes this movie? It's Twins? With Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Was that not I you? I never said okay, that, Okay, someone told me their it. dad likes this movie. No, and I... Listen... With this cast and this plot, I thought this was about to be the funniest movie I've ever seen. I thought it was going to be so funny, so good. 
It's so bad. <laughs> it's so boring. Wait, you have to watch, um... Is it called Junior? It's another Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger See, I, movie. Oh yeah, it's God, called Junior, know. and Emma Thompson is it. Just, oh, my um, God. A-plus. Arnold Schwarzenegger becomes pregnant. I love this already. I don't know why I used to watch this as a kid all the time. Please let me know. No, but literally my review was for a movie with this premise and cast. I expected it to be a lot funnier. Fair. And it really should be a lot funnier. I don't know... I don't know why it wasn't. Because I think Danny DeVito is funny without trying. I love that man. And it was not good. <laughs> I'm very disappointed. It happens. <laughs> I don't have anything else really to say, but I just okay. like it. Um, I have another controversial one. My next one's controversial. So. Okay. Oh, I really only have like three more left okay the next controversial one is pulp fiction that's my next one <laughs> i love that Stop, i love that okay to be fair okay so let's have a full conversation about pulp fiction i guess to be fair i watched this years ago but i watched I had, it this year i watched it back in february i just have absolutely zero desire to ever rewatch this movie i will go back and watch uma thurman dancing <laughs> I literally said the Uma that, section is great and should have been only about her. I did not care for the rest. Yeah. It's just, like, so much is going on that I really could care less about. It, it's good. It's not great. The no. Uma stuff is great. The Bruce Willis stuff goes on for too long. And then, I genuinely could not tell you what else. Like, I know Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta have seen together, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I gave it three stars. I said my review is, give me the Mia Wallace sp- spinoff. Um, someone said, a good movie, but God, imagine my fucking disappointment when I found out that the movie wasn't all about Mia Wallace. Nobody cares about you, Bruce Willis. <laughs> and I feel like I love Bruce Willis, okay? but yeah. When you have Uma Thurman stealing the show in your first, like, 30 minutes, you just can't get me to go to another part. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't like, know. I, I get it. I really like how it starts with the ending, and uh, then you yeah. circle back. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. And I think it's got, like, an interesting idea, but it... It's not. I don't get how it's a classic. I literally said I know it's a classic, but sometimes classic sucks. Yeah. And I said yes, it's good, but it's not the great piece of cinema everybody says. It does have really good cinematography, though. It I've does. learned I do not like Quentin Tarantino. That's not fair. my director. I also hate when he inserts himself into his movies, especially because he writes himself in using the N word. Don't get why yeah. he does that, but whatever um but yeah he does make very visually good movies Mm -hmm. but they're too long they're not that great i almost put once upon a time in hollywood on here because i've never seen that i only cared about the margot robbie part okay sure because she played sharon tate and i think that Mm -hmm. 
that period of time was a very interesting thing. But the rest of it wasn't very good. So I'm just like, I think it's just something I don't like Quentin Tarantino. And even reading the reviews of Pulp Fiction, people are like, when are we going to admit that this is not Tarantino's best work? And I'm interested. I do want to watch Kill Bill. Because that also has Uma. Uma. But considering I've watched two of his works now and I haven't liked either of them that much, I gave them both at least three stars. I think I think I gave Once Upon a Time in Hollywood three and a half. But like, I think I just give them that because I can tell they're a good movie. It's just they're not something I enjoy. Okay, I want, I think Reservoir Dogs is on my watch list. He yeah, also so. just does a lot of things that are not my kind of movie. I'm not into action movies. Okay. Because they're very violent movies. <laughs> like, that's kind of his thing. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs is on my watch list. So I'll watch that because I the plot of that kind of sounds good. Yeah. And that'll be my deciding factor if I should continue watching Quentin Tarantino movies or if I should just skip them. <laughs> That one's short, so if that one's good, maybe I'd watch it. Okay, we'll keep you updated on that one. Okay. Um, I think it's so funny that we had the same one. I really, I just, I'm glad you had to, because I don't... I didn't even know you'd seen that. Oh my god, when I went to go visit my friend at college, we watched it, and... Yeah, I think Alyssa started watching it, too, and she couldn't even finish it. She was like, this kind of sucks. I really thought the first half of it is really, really good, and then you lose me. Yeah. The dance scene is great. Just the whole scene with her and John Travolta in the restaurant. I Mm want to go to that restaurant so badly. I wonder if it's an actual restaurant. I don't know, but it should be, because it's great. Yeah. Um, Okay, so... My next two are, like, a group of movies. So, basically, do you have any more, like, single movies? No, mine just fits into that last category okay. that we were talking about. So. Or I guess, no, I was going to say I could mention The Green Mile, but I never even finished that. And I okay. didn't even want to watch it to begin with because okay. it's sad. <laughs> so, basically, this might be also another generational thing. My biggest thing when I was, like, in middle school was going to the movies on a Friday night and watching those, like, spoof movies, like, disaster movie, Meet the Spartans, and, like, I'm never watching those ever again. Like, they're looking so back good. at it, oh my god, no, they're so cringy. I could never Some of them do are. it again. Scary movie still makes me laugh. I don't, I haven't seen that in a while. So, you gotta watch I the don't first scary movie, to. because it's spoofing Scream. Yes, I do. I do know that. Um, but no, I just I cannot watch disaster movie or Meet the Spartans or anything like that ever. I haven't seen any of those. Okay, that came out when I was probably like eleven, twelve, pushing thirteen, maybe, and that was like like the big thing to do. Um, yeah, just never again, never again. <laughs> um. But, so our last, like, little category is basically all the movies we're watching because it makes us hysterically cry, and all these are self-explanatory. Um, so would you like to go ahead and start naming yours? Marley and Me. Is that it? 
No, a dog's purpose as well. I will never watch a dog's purpose. And I, I never, didn't never want to. Watch Marley and Ming. <laughs> it was with my first boyfriend, and he want we wanted to go to the movies, and he's like, "We're gonna go see a Dog's Purpose." I'm like, "I don't want to see a Dog's Purpose," and he's like, "No, let's go see a Dog's Purpose." So we went and saw a Dog's Purpose. I cried the entire time. Like I did not stop. Yeah. They kill a dog like seven times. That's the plot of the movie: is this dog I dying and coming back? Know. And it's like in different dogs, dogs, right? Yeah. 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 No. I hated that movie. Well, thank you. No, thank Who's, you. Who is the cast of that though? It's Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Yes. Who that is movie the movie? I knew was like really bad because they were like showed the videos of the dog, like using the dogs, and it was just really sad. Um, I was gonna say, why am I thinking of? The, the girl in that. Like, why am I thinking of her? Who was she? It's Peggy Lipton. Norma. So I wanted to go back and watch those scenes just of her, no. but I'm like, I can't go through this movie again, but Peggy Lipton, I love you so much. <laughs> Absolutely not. Never watching the movie. You no, don't. I didn't want to watch it. And it says, like, literally the tagline is, every dog happens for a reason. And, ah. like, I just got full goosebumps. I never want to watch this movie again. It ruined my life. Anything with dogs is, like, off-limits. I literally said, fuck anyone who kills an animal in a movie. There's no point. There's no good reason ever. Also, Hachi, I'll never watch that. (gasps) Eight Below? Have you ever seen Eight Below? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Hold on. I will never watch this movie again. My mom loves this movie, and I don't get why. So, it's about... He's a sled dog trainer. Oh, no, no, I have seen this. Yeah, and all the fucking dogs die. Yeah. Like, one gets eaten by, like, a seal. Oh, my God. No, I just want to cry looking at this. I can't do this. Animals, movies where you hurt animals for no reason. Not that there's ever a reason. Yeah. I'm just, like, it makes me so mad. It's rude. Um, so I have three movies that go in this category. The first one is A Fault in Our Stars. One, I don't really think... I never cried the first time. I kind of just felt numb after it. I know. And I My mom really... sobbed during that, and I think it was... I was too young. Like, yeah, I had read I... the book before I saw the movie. But, like, I was, like, 12. No, I was definitely in high school, and I... Everyone I was, I was I saw 12 or 13, because I was in seventh grade when I read the book. And I think okay. the book, the movie came out, like, the year I read it. Year later? Okay. Um... I didn't think it was that great to begin with. It has Laura Dern in it. I've been tempted to go watch her scenes. She's the mom. I don't remember this, but okay. I'm pretty sure it's Laura. It could be. And I love Laura Dern, but I don't think I could just go. It isn't a good movie. You're right. No. Like, it's really not. The book was really good. Yeah, the book is better than the movie. Yeah, she is the mom. Okay. Never yeah, definitely, definitely read the book. Okay. Yeah. Um, the next one is My Sister's Keeper. I think this is upsetting because, like, it's, like, this could, so, people actually do this. So, I found this tweet last night. I quoted it today. Um, and it was someone saying, I think it was in regards to that movie. And they're, like, they, some girl tweeted, and she's, like, can you name some movies that will make me hysterically cry? 
And mm-hmm. someone said, my sister's keeper. And someone replied with, like, she asked for movies that would make her cry, not want to jump off a cliff. <laughs> and now I want to watch it. Oh, my God, why? Because I feel like it's a movie I need to see. No. Like, it's it, just... Abigail Breslin's in that, so that should be a movie I know. No, it's one I um, wanted to see, but I was way too young to see it when it came out. Wait, this is also funny you say that because you never seen this. I so the girl that plays the dying sister. Once again, another generational gap. This used to be on Disney Channel all the time. It's called Eloise at the Plaza, and she used to play Eloise. So I have like, heard of that. Okay, seeing her like dying. No. No, thank you. Honestly, cancer movies, man. Yeah, no. But is it? Is my I say that meanwhile I watch The Stepmom there. all the time. Is The Sister's Keeper based off a book? Like a real story. Oh, I thought you were going to say off a book. Um, I found out today that apparently in the book, Abigail's character dies and not the sister. She gets in a car accident, dies, and then they give her organs to the sister and she lives a long happy life um well either and, like, way the most depressing shit i've ever heard yes yeah okay i think it's just based off is my sister um i think yeah no i think it's a i think it's just just based off a book yeah okay yeah and then but it is yeah like people do um then the last one is basically any uh, nicholas sparks movie ever i can watch those no because okay i can the only two i've really watched is dear john anytime very good anytime the father came up i started hysterically sobbing (laughs) i can't do old people so forget about the notebook nope Nope. Um, old people. I can't do it. If you watched scenes that have hysterically made us hysterically cry, the last song is number one. Number one. I haven't watched them so long. I don't want to. Actually, okay. So I can rewatch Nicole Sparks movies because I know what I'm getting into when I watch them, and I'm just a really big sucker for a love story. But I couldn't even finish the book to the notebook because reading, have you seen the notebook ever? I've seen parts of it. I just remember the ending when like. We're not talking about it. No, you know what? I'm going to talk about it for a second. You know what I fucking found out? You froze. Hold on. Okay. No, you're back. You know what I found out? And it ruined my life. So I need to ruin yours too. There's a scene in the notebook when they're younger and she says, if I'm a bird, you're, or no, he says, if I'm a bird, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. And she says she wants to be a bird. And in the ending, after they die, the final shot is birds flying together. And it kind of ruined my life when I realized that that's supposed to symbolize them. Stop. So, um, yeah. But anyway, I was reading the book and in the movie, I don't know if you know, she has Alzheimer's. Yes, I do know that. And and yeah. reading, reading that, like, just, like, reading her mental state and, like, seeing it slowly deteriorate is absolutely horrible. And I just, like, I had to put it away because, like, I was reading it just, like, outside in the summer. And I'm just, like, this is making me so unbelievably upset. Yeah. I just can't do it. 
However, The Best of Me also really breaks my heart, but it's really good. So I think you should watch that one. Um, is that the one with... I've seen that yeah. one when... That has to do with the heart? Or an or... Yes. I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay. Um, also, A Walk to Remember. I've never seen that. Surprisingly didn't make me cry. The book made me sob. never seen that. The book is really good. The movie I haven't watched in years, and I feel like if I watched it now, it would make me cry. Okay. Nicholas okay. Sparks' books are really good. I think you should read the books. Is A Walk to Remember Nicholas Sparks' book? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I really thought it wasn't for some reason. Let's hold on. Have I seen the last ride? I don't think I have. The longest ride? Thank you. Same shit. That one is okay. I haven't seen the lucky one. That one's not that sad. Oh, wait, no, it doesn't have an old guy dying. I'm sorry. You've never seen the lucky one? No. The lucky one's not that sad. Because, like, the one who dies, like, you're kind of just like, oh, well, sorry to see you go. Not really. Okay. Okay, yeah, no. So the only three I've seen have historically made me sob, so I'm never watching any other Nicholas Sparks movie ever again. Knights in Rodanthe is good. That one has Diane Lane and Richard Gere. Read the book to that one. Okay. That one was good. The movie isn't as great, but, like, cast. Yeah. Safe Haven's really good. And it's I... not that sad. Yeah, I've read the plot of it, and it doesn't seem super sad. It makes but me, like, okay. tear up a little bit. Okay. You should watch that one. It's really good. I think you'd like that one because it's, like, a good, like, mystery thriller kind of thing. Yeah. Like, the romance kind of takes a back seat in a way. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is my way of trying to get you to watch Nicholas Sparks movies. I'm, I'm, I'm really okay. Thank you, though. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, that's all I have. That's all I have as well. Cool. I feel like there are definitely ones I'm missing. Oh, there's a thousand percent ones I'm missing, but, but I, I think can't I got the think gist of, of the ones. It, this is like one of those situations again where this has been on our list for so long, and we've probably thought of thousands of movies when we first read the idea. I'm pretty and sure I was thinking about this the other day, and I had some, and now I've just like just forgot. Completely forgot. Yep, that's about right. Yeah. I also feel like there are some movies that have just, like, made me cry, that, like, made me so devastatingly upset that I just, like, but I want to watch them again because of the way they made me feel, and they were just, like, so Mm -mm. good. Like, Edward Scissorhands, like, I read, I read, reread the quote the other night, I'm like, what was the quote that made me cry? Reread the quote, and I almost cried, and I'm just like, wow, this movie fucked me up. I want you to watch that just so you understand, (laughs) because I feel insane. Uh, There's a lot of shit I need to watch. Watch a fair Winona. A blonde Winona. That that kind of scares me. Though, it works really well. I've seen it and like it's okay but it's really freaky. She's so cute in it. She is but she's very baby in it. <laughs> I know. Also I don't know why a fucking movie about a man with scissors for hands made me cry so much but I cried for like 20-30 minutes straight. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Also, Titanic is technically one I could put on here because I 
No, you can't watch, watch that again. movie, but I will watch it again. I just, I can only watch it, like, once a year because it actually ruins my life. Macy, if you're listening to this, you're a psycho still for that being one of your favorite movies. I'm so sorry. She's so weird. She is. Love her. We love her to death, but yeah. girl, you're a little weird for that one. That's all, folks. Yeah. Uh, uh, we don't know what we're doing next week. Yes, we do. We do? Yeah. What are we doing? Riverdale. Oh, yeah, we've asked Macy about that. Oh, yes. Yeah, we should probably ask her about that. Um, Guys, yeah. come back for Pops in the Sky Part 2. Which very much is actually probably Pops in the Sky Part 2. Yeah, actually, I'm going to title it that. Um... Even if you don't watch Riverdale, please just come back so you can hear us just discuss the absolute fever dream that is this season. We still have so many Riverdale, like, epi- like themed episodes. Like, what was it? There's one where I wanted us to, like, watch the movies that are based off the titles I of Riverdale. I still want to do that. Me too. We just have to f- read all. I have to make a whole Google Doc of the movies and, like, the plot. Yeah. Um. Didn't we also want to do, like, Riverdale plotline or just fake? <laughs> I wanted... We could do that one, too. Yeah. I feel like we got to do that soon before the buzz of the show wears off for a bit. Yeah. We could do the Riverdale movie one. Like, I feel like in between. Anytime. Yeah. A Riverdale plotline or just bizarre story. <laughs> Oh yeah, my god, it should be Riverdale to... plotline or actual news title headline. <laughs> Macy, get on this. <laughs> can we have her on here and she can be the one who collects these? And she, cause she know, she'd know. Yeah, she does. So she can't be the one to play along. Yeah. <laughs> like she, like, fishes through these episodes. I think she needs to be the one to collect these. Yeah. And quiz us. She would do a fabulous job. She would do a fabulous job. She really would. But that is all. Yes. So I guess next week, tune in for Riverdale that I forgot we were doing. Because I forgot the season was over, basically. It doesn't feel like it, but whatever. No. Are we I thought it was over, like... watching the show? Yes, we are, but... Um, As I said to someone earlier, it is a dumpster fire I cannot look away from. Yes. Like, it's watching a train wreck, and you just, like, you know you shouldn't be looking, mm-hmm. but, like, you can't not. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, thank you for joining us on this episode of Enter the Fangirls. You can keep up with us on social media. Our YouTube and Instagram are Enter the Fangirls, and our Twitter is Enter Fangirls. And one day I will get this right. (laughs) Make sure you follow us wherever you listen to your podcast, and we can't wait for you to join us on our our next episode. Once again, I'm Lexi. I'm Sam, and this has been Enter the Fangirls. (laughs) 